Welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. God, it's been a hot minute. Uh, not to you, but to us, it sure has. It's been this forever. is a podcast. It's where podcast. we... We chat about animals, but this week we're not going to be talking about animals. We're going to be doing another quick and dirty because y'all patrons, y'all asked y'all for y'all it. Y'all. Stop. Stop. Ew. I hated that. <laughs> I hated it as it happened. You guys asked for it, so we're doing it, and we're we're doing another one. It's back. We did two in a row. Yeah, you know what though? It makes up for the fact that we didn't do one for like months, six months. It evens out. We're on an average of a good amount. Sure. Ew. Uh, We already introduced ourselves. We're gonna be answering (sighs) questions we receive. Excuse me. (laughs) Can you repeat what you said? I'm trying to do. I don't know what I'm trying to do, but you're not even on the same page. I'm sorry. You're talking about scabs? (laughs) Scab just came off. I looked down and I said, ugh, because my scab was like coming off and then it came off. (laughs) It's okay. I don't want to hear about your wounds. (laughs) Are you serious? I'm sorry. Move on. Move on. Move on. Uh, I can't now. I can't. Pigeonholed me. I'm fine. Okay, well, whatever. We're ta- we're answering questions from listeners and getting a report on all of Flora's injuries. <laughs> apparently, so like, first off, how are your injuries? Yeah, sounds good. They're Except healed. like maybe not so much if your scab's popping off. Well, the scab popped off because it's healed. Well, I don't know that, do I? Yeah, I do. I do now. It's at that now. point where like you accidentally <laughs> get it caught on like your wool sweater when you're putting oh! it on, and then you look down, and you're like, ow, that kind of hurt, and then you realize your scab's gone. Like it was like that, except for I'm frame. naked because I'm sunburnt and I can't wear clothes right now. So what you're telling me is it got caught on nothing? Yeah, I was just I just looked down at my hand and it was like half off. Oh, it's time to go. <laughs> Things like bye, bitch. I'm yeah, it wanted nothing to do with me. You're healed, uh, Flora. Yeah, can you give us a a quick rundown of your week? Sure. Let's start there. Uh, so I'm sunburnt. I I sat I sat. I sat. <laughs> Mm-mm. Um, I, like three quarters of my body is red lobster, and when I wear my like zucchini- <gasps> you can't say that. That's a brand. <laughs> Fuck. Lobster- this is product placement. It's lobster, comma red. <laughs> it's crimson crustacean. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, three quarters of my body is crimson crustacean, and. Mm-hmm. Like, I would still just, like, obviously wear clothes to work, but, like, be in agony about it. Not and obviously. <laughs> I can feel the sun, like, beating through my clothes and just burning my skin more. It was awful. But I did Dude, that yeah. thing where you, like, fall asleep, like, poolside, and you're, like, yep. under an umbrella, and you're, like, oh, yeah. fuck yeah. And then you wake up, and you're not under that umbrella no more because the sun moves. But the sun doesn't yeah. really move. Really, the earth moves. But the sun is moving. So. Yep. 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 Um, so I'm burnt. And my scab came off, mm-hmm. and I think that's been my week. How about I yours? got a sunburn once where I, the same thing happened. I was under an umbrella, and then the sun moved, as we've already discussed. And I ended up having a sunburn on my chest that it was in the shape of a gargoyle. <gasps> I don't think it was from the sun. I think it was from <laughs> Satan himself. It was from Satan. He marked you. <laughs> I was branded. Um, I was... I was just having, trying to have a nice day. Anyway, my week's been, um, it's been sad. Let's just Aww. call it what it is. I've missed you. You've Aww. been MIA. I just, and I, 
I haven't had anyone to talk to. <laughs> I, like, I don't talk to the person I live with. They suck. <laughs> I, like, didn't answer my phone slash even pick it up for, like, you didn't. at least seven days. Excellent timing. My cats came thundering into the room um, to add to the drama. My cat yeah, thundered in earlier you. and I screamed over the phone. When <laughs> you you scolded me. me. <laughs> I did. I was like, this is not the time nor the place. Uh, I, uh, here's something. Well, I'm sorry you missed uh, me. I'm back. I'm here and I'm back. I know. I, and I'm, I'm scab free. Ah, oh, just how I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I came home today and my partner had brought in our box of Hello Fresh meals. Nice. And yeah, I've never tried them before. This isn't an ad for them. God, this is like product Did you placement. get that like coupon? Did I give All you that coupon? Place. Is this for me? You gave me that for Blue Apron. It was, oh, it was my oh, other friend. Okay, okay, okay. My, my other, one other friend that gave me a coupon. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I got it. I got my meals. I'm all excited. I told them that there was going to be arriving today and they should like take it off the porch. But they brought it in and I came home from work and it was just sitting on the kitchen counter right it. across from the fridge. Oh I don't my know why God. they didn't he brought put it, it in the fridge. He brought it in and then he left it on the fucking table? Yeah. That's worse than leaving it outside. That is what I said. That's acknowledging um, that you saw it and then being like, fuck it. <laughs> I know. I'm very mad. So like, um, newly single, <laughs> come at me. I'm, I'm pretty much done. They're kicking him to the curb. Bye. Oh, my God. The disrespect. How are your fucking baby tomatoes? There's always tiny tomatoes in there. Did you get I any? I didn't even look. I didn't look. <laughs> Fuck. I know. For some reason, in every single, like, what was the one I got? HelloFresh? Blue Apron, my Blue man. Apron, sorry. Every one, I got every fucking meal was, like, and a cherry tomato. It's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay. Every fucking meal, really? A cherry tomato? Or two? It's the cherry tomato on top. Anyway, okay. What are we what are we doing? What are we doing? What the hell are we doing? So this week, uh, we're gonna be answering two questions and I kind of uh combined them a little bit because they were adjacent. They right. were topic adjacent. Uh first off is uh from this person who asked that we do not name them. <laughs> that was <laughs> already an ominous start. Jesus. I was just gonna say but, why, uh, why aren't you calling them out? Thank you for writing in. You know who you are. Um, they're asking... Do they? They probably forgot. They probably wrote this in like six months ago. It was actually the beginning of June, so not too oh, bad. Okay, okay. We still, we're still sitting on some others that are three years old, but uh, they're talking about kind of their current situation and that they are currently wrapping up a temporary position. Okay. And they're getting ready to uh, move to a new city with their partner. Oh, okay. And they have already been rejected from a zookeeping job there. Okay. So they're trying to figure out kind of what their next steps are. Oh, they're wondering we, if we, we have any suggestions. And we didn't respond until we month. D- well, no, we're responding now, which okay. is better late than never. Okay, okay. Uh, and then specifically they're asking, how do you deal with the off-season of seasonal employment? Oh. And what sorts of opportunities should they seek out to work at that will be cool with them, like piecing out and working at the zoo part of the year, but right. also won't pay them like they are fresh out of high school. Oh my they god! Do have a degree, oh my which god. is like, God, this is like the this is the ultimate riddle, isn't it? This is the millennial problem. All this wrapped is up like in, one. in that movie, The Labyrinth, and then there's like the two things, and they they ask you a riddle, <laughs> yes. and this is the yes. riddle. That's the riddle. This this is in yeah. David Bowie's Labyrinth. This riddle. If oh god, I wish David Bowie were here to answer it. He probably has oh, some good advice. He would, yeah. But anywho, let's start off uh, a little bit here. Let's break this uh, down. With 
Yeah, so how, first off, how do you deal with off-season of seasonal employment? And uh, this and the next question that we kind of get to have to do with, like, employment and internships in the field, which I know we've kind of already answered before, but I did want to talk specifically about, like, how to deal with those aspects, like, those second jobs and, like, how to get through and how to, like, keep it at the forefront of your resume and stuff like that, because I don't know if we've touched on that as much. So what are your thoughts there? Well, I've literally never been a seasonal keeper, so I feel like I have no input whatsoever. I will, however, pull input out of my ass and speak it into this microphone. So take it with a grain of salt because I've never been there. Um, But, you know, throughout high school, my very first job was like a pet hotel, and I started it in high school, and it was kind of full-time, and then I explained to them, like, I was going away for college, and they were, like, okay with that, because I'd come back during breaks, and they could always, like, use me, and then when I started doing zoo internships, I was like, I'm leaving for three months, and they were okay with that, and I would, like, come back. Um, of course, that was, like, not, I wasn't making, like, that much money, and I was scooping up, like, dog shit and stuff, but mm-hmm. um, I think, like, if you're a good employee, and you're a good worker, even these places where... Um, maybe if you're, like, leaving and coming back, they still, like, need quality people. They're still getting, like, shitty people in and out. And, of course, this is a job maybe, like, you don't need a degree. So I'm thinking along the lines of, like, like, fast food and retail and all that shit. I think it's going to be harder to find something where you're not getting paid, like, pennies. Although, doesn't, Mm -hmm. like, Chick-fil-A, if you, like, have no morals, don't they start, like, $15 an hour? (laughs) Yeah, apparently their company culture is very good, but they also hate gay people, so take that with a grain of salt. I think Panda Express doesn't hate, well, I'm not sure about their stance. They're not vocal if they do hate the gays. They're not vocal about it, and I think they start at, like, $15 an hour. Holy crap. I think some of the more, like, modern employment has been something people turn to a lot, like, like the, like, pet sitting and dog walking, because you can, like, set your own hours, and it doesn't really matter if you're available or not. Yeah. Um, And then there are a couple other things, like, um... I know there's this one that you can, like, teach English to people living in China. Have you heard of that one? No. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, like, you do have to have, like, a bit of a teaching background, but that's, that can be easily translated if you, like, have babysitting experience or you have been, like, a camp counselor or, you know, stuff like that, um, that you can really translate into this and it pays pretty well and you can set your own hours. So I think yeah. like thinking outside of the box a little bit outside of like a normal, like nine to five or like retail or fast food, which are still options, but like get a bit creative. Cause there are a lot of options, especially in this like modern culture that you can do. I think the other thing too, is like if you can look for other attraction style work, that's going to be hiring seasonally anyways. And True. they're usually cool if people, like, come in and out, like, every quarter or every six months. Yeah. They're usually, like, expected. And then, depending on the place that you work, sometimes the pay is really, really good, too. Um, because you're only there for a couple months. Right. But, I mean, those are some options, I guess. I think, like, if you can get in good with, like, a babysitting gig or something like that, again, like, non-traditional employment, then that might be a good option for you. Um And sometimes, too, like, I know some people love it and some people hate it, but working at a place or, like, working in a business that you earn tips is a good option, too, especially if you find a place that tips well, you know, that might be something, because then you can kind of control as much as 
you possibly can, like your um your income a little bit. Wouldn't like a zookeeping stripper be like? I feel like that would be like a good one. But like, what would my like my uniform be? Just like the wounds that I've inflicted and no, like dude. my like chronic like Listen, back problems. I've already thought about this. You'd be wearing all khaki, and you'd be like a snake charmer, Ooh, and like a, a snake handler, good. and it's very sexual and long schlong Johnson like. So yes. Feel free, but if also, anybody's listening, feel free to just take that. You can have it. Not not copyright, not trademark, my my snake charming stripping. That's, that's free. That's free. That's my idea. You can have it. That's free right there, guys. Um, That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> showbiz. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really hard, this seasonal question, just because neither you nor I have had really to deal with it, so I don't really yeah. know. I mean, I've been looking for second jobs right now, and that's been, like, a pain in the ass, so I can only assume that, like, finding seasonal work is the exact same situation. Um, yeah. Because I'm trying to explain to them, I can only work these three days. They're like, oh, yeah. well, a part-time job is, like, I don't know, from 9 a.m. to 2 every single day. And I'm like, I'm sorry, that's not, not <laughs> seems like it. It's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I did work with one keeper in the past that worked as like uh, she kind of a part time seasonal reception job at a vet vet's office, and oh, she right. said that paid really well. Um, and she just had to do more like clerical work, like right. um, administrative work, and she said that like it was a pretty simple job, but she got paid really well, and the hours were pretty good too. Don't you have to she like was filling work with in. like mean pet owners though? You do. I mean, there are drawbacks to every job, though, right? You know? No. Like, it's not... Some jobs don't have any drawbacks. Okay. Well, good talk. <laughs> but, um... But pet parents yeah, are the worst, man. They're they honestly terrible. are. Like, worse than it's human tough, parents though. sometimes. So, the second part of this question is, is there any way to make yourself uh, stand out as a greenkeeper when you're competing against a pool of applicants that have either a lot more experienced than you or are more relevant than you are. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first and foremost, if you can work at the facility, then you've already got an in, no matter what you're doing. Or if you've already worked there, like, seasonally. Oh, totally. And I think you and I have talked about this before, maybe in our, like, a past Q&D about, like, prepping your resume or, like, for interviews or something, but any, any, um... Any skill that you have can be translated across the board. Like, if you're really organized or you're really good at, like, I don't know, using technology or, like, you have great communication skills or you work well in a team or you work well independently or, like, you get along well with your teammates or, like, whatever. Or, like, you're really punctual and you're always on time. Like, all of those things are relevant to a keeping job just as much as they are to any other job. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that you play up. So if you have the animal care stuff in your back pocket and you have the opportunity to like really hammer that home, go for it. But all those other skills are really important too. And there's something that I know people that are hiring are looking for. They don't want to bring in some like bum who's never going to show up on time. Yeah. And like hates everyone they work with. So like if you have a positive attitude and you like have really good interpersonal skills or you're like great talking to guests or you, I don't know, like like I said, like, you are on top of your shit. Like, that's going to help you out in the long run, even if you might not have the experience that they're necessarily looking for. Yeah. And I think making sure that you're tailing, tailoring your resume to every single position that you're, yes. like, interviewing for or replying to or whatever. Because, um, you know, some people get lazy, so not everybody is doing that. So if you can make it specifically tailored to the job posting, are they asking for a lot of training experience? Okay, then, like, say all the things that you've done in training. Or, um, 
you know, are they asking for a specific animal? Say all the things that you've done with that, like, certain species or whatever. Um, but even if you don't have that, like, remember that a lot of this stuff is, like, personality, too. Like, the phone interview process is, like, yep. making sure that you're, like, a functioning, living human being and can, like, <laughs> hold a single fucking conversation together. Yeah. Because there's plenty of people out there who actually cannot. And it's very surprising. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just practicing those interviewing skills and practicing you know, your responses to these questions, just because someone has a ton of experience doesn't mean that they're the best in communicating and the best Mm -hmm. in, like, expressing what they're trying to say, like me. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, God, it's a wonder anyone hired us. I know. Um, But yeah, like, even just doing those things, like practicing those interviews and practicing your responses and making sure that you're, like, bubbly and smiling when you're responding, even if it's over the phone. And, um... You know, I, like, crack jokes in my interviews all the time, which is, like, <laughs> why? Uh, but I do that. Um, but, like, showing your personality, not just, like, reading from a script, too. Because that's yeah. all the stuff they're looking for. Because you need to be a good – a lot of times in these zookeeping positions, you need to be a good team member, too. Um, yeah, exactly. And you can have years of experience and still be a fucking righteous asshole. So <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, experience doesn't always go for – like, go – the whole way i mean that doesn't it's not all of it so um don't get like discouraged just because you're like green and plus some people love that because then they can teach you exactly how they want you to they do can shit. mold you <laughs> yes. yeah they take you it's like this little like this little ball of clay and they just mold you into the monster you will one day become yes i think no i think that's good advice and being eager and open to learn like new stuff yeah. and to bring yeah. like new ideas to the table like all that stuff yes. you can like twist it and make it sound like oh i'm like a fresh set of eyes and um i'm gonna come in with like new ideas and you're not yeah. stuck in the old ways like all these other old people with years of experience plus they have to pay them more like those yeah, assholes, they're not gonna take like a like 10 pennies like, sometimes when you're, like, applying, like, first time, you're like, I'll take ten pennies. And they're like, okay, we'll take you there. <laughs> ten pennies, you say. She's in. Ten pennies? I can buy two food instead of one food. <laughs> I am yeah. rich. Uh, no, I think that's good advice. I think I think just kind of what you said, like, really talk up the qualities that you have, whether they relate to specifically animal care or not because you're always gonna have to work with other people you're always gonna have to work in a guest oriented environment you're always gonna have to like be safe you're always gonna have to be observant really good at time management taking problem solving totally like all of that stuff is crucial yeah um so whether or not you've worked with tigers and you're trying going for a position with tigers like you still have a lot of the other skills that are necessary yeah Um, and then yeah expressing a a willingness and an eagerness to learn like showing that you're hardworking, having references from other positions that really express how hardworking you are and how dedicated you are and how punctual and like confident and you know compassionate and kind you are and everything like all of that is so 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 important um and I think uh, – I know one thing, too, that some people do is they, they um, you know, they'll repeatedly apply to a position. And I'm not saying, like, go rep- – or, like, uh, apply ten times in a row because that's kind of crazy and you, you might not get it. But, like, if there's a position that comes out and it's, like – definitely if it's, like, a seasonal one or one that you've, like, seen pop up at the same keeper level across different departments, like, keep applying and let them know that you've applied before. Um, odds are, if your name keeps popping up in the pool, you're going to get an interview at some point. Yeah. And they're going to be more likely to be like, oh, yeah, 
Jessica, I've heard of her before. Like, she's great. Derek, yeah, I've seen him before. Like, let's finally give him a shot. We applied for birds, and he's applied for mammals, and, like, now he's applying for herps. Like, let's see what he has to say. So it's just a matter of, like, making sure that you also stay, like, present and, and there. So if you can work for that company, do it. If you can't, then, like, try to be present in the, in the like, application pile. Yeah. If that makes any and sense. And make sure you, like, if you're not even getting to the interview process, make sure you're, like, selling yourself in that cover yeah. letter. And just, like, sell your soul. Be like, I would, like, die for this zoo. Your mission statement. <laughs> I got that. it, like, fucking tattooed on my back. Like, I, I <laughs> would live and die for you. Um <laughs> And That's just, what like, hiring managers love. Just to go hear. balls to the wall in that cover letter, man. Sometimes I yeah. feel like they like make or break um, some of those decisions. If you're like a, a yay or nay pile, yeah, you might be like a maybe, and then we read your cover letter, and it's like got thirty five typos in it, and I don't even know like if you actually speak or, English or whatsoever. here's some like here's some good advice. Um, make sure that if you do cater a cover letter to a zoo that you actually change it to the correct name of the zoo and you don't just leave it as blank or as another zoo. Oh title, yeah. Oh yeah. Which I have definitely done. Oh yeah. Whoops. That doesn't look very good. Um sometimes too I know hiring managers have told me that one of the things that they said set me apart was that I like wanted to live in that area and I wanted oh, to like yes. specifically work at that zoo for a reason. So if you can yes. like find that reason, maybe they've got some like crazy toad that no other zoo has and you were like bonkers about this toad. If you can like include that and include like the fact that you're like, I'm going to be living here for several years. Yes. I want to work here for this reason. That's going to give them it's already exactly. a preemptive idea of like job security. So you're going to like really bump yourself up the list. That's exactly what I wrote in my cover letter for one of my jobs. Yeah. I was like, I, I the same love thing. the town. Like this is exactly where I want to spend the rest of my life. And then now yeah. like <laughs> three years later, I'm not even there anymore. Womp. Womp womp. Well, that was, that was unexpected circumstances. Doesn't always happen. But oh. yeah, I mean, if you can like really sell like not only that you want to be there, but like that you're going to be there for a while, then they're going to be like, oh, she's not going to ditch out. Like, we've got her. Right. <laughs> Bring her in. Um, yeah, so thank you for writing in. And those were some really good questions. I think it's a really relatable situation. Like, we've all been in some variation of that. Um, it's tough out there, man. It's tough. And that's not just zookeeping. That's, like, every job. It's tough. That's the millennial problem in that. Uh, speaking of the Life millennial sucks, problem, we did get an email from Jeremy. He was okay with us listing him. Uh, but Hi, he first Jeremy. off, he went up, Jeremy. He first off said that he is starting his first internship this fall. So Yay. congrats! Wait, is this like yeah. the newest email we just got? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, um, he's our patron. He is. Yep. <laughs> our single patron. I said it like there yep. was only one, and it's him. It's Jeremy. <laughs> he is our patron. Uh, no, he's got his first internship coming up this fall, so he's really excited. Congratulations on that. And um, he had a few notes, but he did have a question for us. First off, any advice on moving and how to be the best intern you can be and how to prepare for your next internship while you're doing kind of your first one, like how to prepare for the future. Nice. So again, I know we've kind of answered this a little bit in a past q and I think it was Q&D 4. We talked about like how to get an internship, wow, how to it. be a good intern, all that jazz. Um, but... I think it's worth revisiting because we get a lot of we get a lot of emails and messages from people asking about this kind of thing. So yeah. we thought we would kind of revisit it with a fresh set of eyes. Sure, fuck it. Um, 
So, Flora, what's your advice on moving? I know you just moved. So, like, I do you would have any say advice for people? Never get a Craigslist roommate. <laughs> okay. Ever. There you go. Don't There's do one. That. It's so tempting, but just don't. It's yeah. not going to work out. There's going to be blood on the walls. And they're going to have or... sex with their boyfriend with the door open. So just don't. Okay? Yeah. Just don't. Or there's going to be bed bugs everywhere. Yeah. And then they're going to invite their sister and their seven fucking four-year-olds to live in your living room rent-free. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Um, yeah. It, moving sucks. This is very expensive. Um, I would say beg anyone and everyone to help you. Like your parents. Your friends. Um... But honestly, if you have the money to get movers, holy shit. Those guys are yeah. dope. Like, not even just, like, moving your, sh- like, shit across the country, but, like, just packing up your shit. Yeah. Or, like, just moving, like, at least your washer and dryer and your dresser so you don't, like, break your actual body. And they do it in, like, seven mm-hmm. seconds. And you stand there and you're just, like, sipping an iced tea and they're done. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. It's the dream. It's incredible. I think if you, if you have the wherewithal to be able to sell your things as well. That's a really good option because then you don't have to move anything. Yeah. And then when you move into your new place, like, it is a little bit harder because you don't really have shit. But if you could, like, move with, like, a blow-up mattress, then yes. you've at least got a place to sleep. See, and I've if always... you can, like, look on, like, Craigslist or, like, eBay or Facebook Marketplace or go to, like, a secondhand store for, like, your furniture and shit, yeah. then you're doing it right. Dude, yeah. I've always thought about selling my stuff. But I actually, like, my stuff's, like, not that – like, it wasn't – expensive but it wasn't cheap but i'm not going to get any money for it for selling it so then when i move like if i did actually do that and then try to buy new stuff with it my shit would be shittier than the shit that i already have yeah because i I mean sometimes that happens but it's an option it's one way to cut down on the moving costs oh yeah but yeah reach out to your friends and family uh reach out to the place that you're going maybe they have like a housing option for you do you have a place to live that's one thing to consider are you, like, moving somewhere, or are you just moving for an internship? Like, you need to find that out. You need to, like, discover where, like, the shady places in town are that you mm. don't want to live. Yeah. Like, maybe you can reach out to other interns within your department or outside your department or, like, in other, other areas around the zoo and, like, see if they want to, like, share a place. Or maybe you can, like, talk to keepers and see – just get some insight on stuff. So, yeah. I mean, that. Of, yeah, because you can get, like, good recommendations on where to live. Mm-hmm. I also use Reddit a lot. Like, every town has yeah. its own subreddit, and you can see, like, Oh, good. for sure. And there's always, like, I'm moving to blank. Any advice? Like, a thousand times over. So just read all a thousand of those mm-hmm. threads. Um, And, yeah, just, like, stay posy. Like, it'll be all right. Yeah. Moving's tough. I think one thing that I – because I – I think you and I have both have moved – Quite a bit, like, uh-huh. in the last, like, ten years. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to think. How many times have you moved in the last ten years? Okay. Um, one. Are, are we counting, like, moving back home? Because I would, like, move and then move back home. Or are uh, you saying, like, move all your shit? Like, I would move temporarily. I don't know. Whatever you want to share. <laughs> <laughs> I have had to move all of my shit. Across the country once, uh, well, okay, like halfway across the country, and then across the country, and then back across the country. Yeah. All of my shit. I've had to move and myself. Then what and about like small yeah, pieces what about you? of my shit? Um, like once, and then back, and then twice, and then back, and then a third time, and then back, and then a fourth time, and then back. Yeah. I think I, I think <laughs> I've moved in total. All things considered, 
Let's see. One, two, three, four, four times, which isn't that much no, that's considering. It's not, not terrible. Like it could be worse. But it's yeah, but it's but more it's than like most people, I would say. It's still a lot. Um, I think one of the things that I have discovered through the moving process, because I love like moving to a new place and having a fresh start, but it is very disorienting when you get there, especially if you don't know anyone. Especially if you don't so, have like, like time to get there. These jobs are like, we'll see you in two weeks, and I'm like, are exactly. you joking? I'm exactly. three thousand miles away, <laughs> uh-huh, and I have negative ten dollars, so yep. we're gonna have to figure out something. But the, I think one of the best things that you can do is like really hone in on those things that make you feel comfortable and safe and like at home whether you are sharing an apartment or like sharing like intern housing or you've got an apartment of your own or like you're renting a room at a keeper's house or whatever like find those things that make you feel comfortable and like cozy and homey and make those part of your routine so like like go out during those first couple days that you've just moved there and like find a supermarket where you're gonna buy your food find like uh like target or like a walmart or whatever where you're gonna buy all your like toiletries and toilet paper and shit like find a pharmacy that you can go to that's nearby like find those like basic necessities so that you don't feel so like up in the air and like don't know what's going on like it gives you a sense of being grounded yeah and then that way when you head into your internship you at least like know where you're gonna get your meals you know where some restaurants are like you know a little bit about the neighborhood like you know how to get to the zoo and how to get home and like you know all those things that you're a little bit more prepared and you're not quite as like nervous and you just you have the opportunity to really like settle in yeah um because if you don't you're gonna like you're never gonna feel at home you're always gonna be like freaked out like anxiety is gonna take over take it from me and it sucks so but i would say like to like figure those things out early the majority, like, if you're doing this for an internship, obviously, like, 90% of the interns you're going to be working with are not from that place. And then the yeah, same link keepers, up. like, 90% of those keepers have at one point moved, either from there to another zoo or, like, whatever, or they moved and came back. I don't know. But, so, ask, like, don't feel bad, like, reaching out to, like, the internship coordinator or your, like, HR for the, your new hiring stuff and, like, ask them, like, can you give me the emails, like, to my future coworkers or my future boss and, like, let me ask them some questions? Like, yeah, that's what they're that's there for. Totally Other reasonable. businesses fucking pay for you to fucking move. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? Like, relocation costs? What's that? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and, yeah, the- you can write it all down, but we don't make enough money to even get any of it back on your taxes. So there is, like, a moving for job category, but... I typed it in, and it was like, cool, thanks for playing, and, like, charged me an extra dollar that I, like, owed. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was like, mm, not worth it, bye. Yes, so keep uh, track of all that, I guess, but it might not matter. If it makes you feel any better, sure. Um, that kind of leads into our next question, though, is what to do to be the best intern that you can be and how to, like, prepare for your next steps during your current internship and i think that what you said flora is like one of the best things is like either link up with those keepers or those interns or whoever you can and like make those relationships be this the friendliest career field bitch. honestly this career field is all about networking i can't tell you how many people have got hired because they were in the right place at the right time and knew a person yes and it's not necessarily because of their qualifications no and so like yeah be the friendliest person you can be like be kind to everyone like be outgoing yes. if you can like be friendly like get involved in activities like get to know your coworkers too don't just like be on good terms with them and don't know anything about them like get to know them and like 
reach out to them and make friends and like reach out to your keepers and like try to try to make those connections and if you can if you have the opportunity to like have those relationships with like some of the higher ups in the department like do so reach out to them be bold sell yourself like this is all part of it anyone you're interacting with can either be your future boss or on the team for a future place you're interviewing for and can either make or break you because yeah. th- you're, they're going to have that place that you interned on their resume, and then your boss is going to be like, hey, did you intern with them? And you're going to be like, sure did. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know much about them. They were, like, really quiet. Actually, they were like, fucking yeah, they terrible. Yeah, they were bomb <laughs> like, sh- That's what happened with you. I was working at that place, and our hiring director was like, we need to hire a new keeper. And I was like, you need to hire Flora. I worked with her. She was great. And he was and like, we, like okay. we had interned together. Yeah. And he was like, all right. He took my word for it and hired you on the spot. <laughs> and I was fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you never know what that is going to be. But, like, yeah. really take that opportunity to, like, be the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. And, and, like, a nice flip side bonus of it is that, like, it's one of those, like, fake it till you make it things. Like, even if you're a shitty, terrible person like Flora <laughs> and I are. Everyone's if you're still you. Exactly. If you're still, like, putting yourself out there and you're trying to, like, be the best person that you can be, you're still reaping the benefits of it. You're yes. still like, oh, maybe I am pretty rad. Like, hell yeah. And, like, I've been in situations, too, in internships where people are more like, it's a competition because it's a working interview. Oh, but, like that. That's the worst. shitty to your, like, other interns does not help you out at all, you dumb bitch. No. That was mean to me in that one place. Fuck you. But, Yeah. That's not going to help. You need to be, like, nice, and everybody's your teammate, regardless of whether yep. or not, like, you're competing with them again, like, for a job. Um, well, and that shit, like, keepers notice that shit, and, like, managers yeah. notice it, too. If you have a bunch of interns and, like, one of them is, like, really mean to all the others or, like, is super competitive, that's extremely noticeable. Yeah. So don't do that. It's not – it is a competition in the sense that you're all competing, like, you're all trying to get a job, but you're not competing with each other for a job. It's no. going to be the best candidate for the job. Yes. And if you have an amazing pool of candidates, yeah, one of them might get hired on the team that you're all interning for, but the rest are probably going to get hired on a team in another department. Like, it's it's like places will make room for good people <laughs> if they have the opportunity to. Yeah. So don't be a big dickhead. Be nice to everyone. Yeah. And I think that's just good advice if you get a job, too, is, like, don't be an ass. Like, be compassionate. Be kind. Be positive. Be upbeat. Like, bring positivity into your workspace. Yes. Don't be a absolute turd hole. Right? And don't, like, be a whiner. Like, everyone knows everything sucks, so just shut up about it. Bringing it up makes everyone feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so true. You're just, like, highlighting how miserable we We fucking are. know, dude. Oh, okay. Don't do it. Uh, but, yeah, as an intern, I would just say, like, be open and optimistic and don't be embarrassed to ask questions. Nobody's yep. going to think you're stupid. Always look for things to do. If if the keepers are, like, taking a break, like, you're not. You're fucking sweeping and shit. Like, fuck those guys. You're going to find something to do. Clean out the yep. fridge. Clean out the fucking, I don't know, sewage drain. Do something crazy because <laughs> they're going to notice that, like, so much. Yep. Um and that goes a long way, like, keeping yourself busy and, like, doing – I mean, once you know the area and, like, know your section, doing things before you're asked to do them. That goes oh, a totally. long way. There's, like, so many times where I'm sitting there, like, hosing or doing something and, like, the next step is ready to be done. And I turn around and, like, my intern's, like, on their fucking phone or just, like, picking their nose. And I'm like, can you do the thing? And they're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, why do I have to fucking ask you that every day? Why can't you just do the thing? Um, yeah. So a lot of that goes a long way, too. 
It totally does. I think, like, really throwing yourself into every scenario, too. You kind of touched on it, but, like, don't shy away from it. If it's something gross or it's something hard or it's something weird or, like, whatever. If a keeper is, like, asking you to get involved in something, do it. A, you might love it. Yeah. Or if you don't, you're at least, like, showing that you're willing to, like, try new things and you're, yeah. like, have a good attitude about it and you're, like, always putting the team first. Like, yeah. that goes a long way. I think my parents gave me really good advice, too, before my first, like, animal care internship. They, you know, they got out and they, like, got me um, a watch, like, a like an all-weather watch to wear and, like, a pocket knife and, like, a Leatherman and just, like, all this – all these, like, little things that were going to be really useful that yeah. our, like, intern coordinator had recommended we bring with us and – you know, all of this stuff, like, it wasn't expensive by any means, but they had, like, gone and, like, purchased it for me. So I was like, I hope I don't, like, break it. I hope I don't scuff it or whatever. They're like, no, we bought this for you because it's equipment. Like, use it. Use this stuff. Don't be afraid to, like, hop a fence if they ask you because you think you're going to, like, tear your pants, which has, like, served me well because, <sighs> God, have I torn my pants. Um, Or, like, be afraid you're going to, like, scuff the face of your watch and, like, not do the things that they're, like, recommending you do. Yeah. Like, throw yourself in there. All of the things that you have at your disposal are your tools and... And it really, like, it's incredibly obvious, too, if you have an intern that you can obviously tell is, like, shying away from something because they don't want to get dirty or it's, oh, like, yeah. they're going to get hot and sweaty or there are, like, bugs involved or, like, whatever, that you're just, like, why are you even here? You're, like, you're not learning what it's like to be a keeper and that's the whole point. So throw yourself in. Yeah. Even if you think it's going to suck, even if it's hot, even if it's gross, like, whatever. Just do it. Just, yeah. If this is what you want to do, like, really experience it for yourself and then, like, show that you're like a, a value member of the team dude and bring an extra uniform and like an extra pair of socks oh just that's like, good advice either always bring them or if you have like a locker space or any sort of space or like leave them in your car because then if you do dis- get disgusting you can do like a quick like lunch break like fucking yeah. change of clothes and then you come out looking out fresh and then like yeah. management is gonna be like damn all those other interns look scrappy and then she's looking <laughs> fucking dumb look, look at her pristine she she's fucking sparkling she she's in that keeper chat like in the background fucking hanging out looking clean everybody else looks like scum <laughs> look at those scumbags <laughs> it goes a long way it does and i will say too like making sure that you're prepared like physically for this job like get a good night's sleep yeah. stretch before stretch before and after work like make sure that you're eating food that's gonna like fuel you and keep you energized like if you drink coffee drink coffee make sure you like have plenty of water make sure your energy level is yep. where it needs to be so that you can like perform your best and don't because it ex- is it's like it's a physical job and you oh, want yeah. to like put the best foot forward and the keepers are going to go out of their way to like educate you and teach you and like teach you the routine and teach you a bunch of stuff but they're probably busy yeah. too so don't expect to learn everything from them you need to go out of your way and like i would i mean there's some places i only worked with like one or two species but whatever now that i have a million birds i still i go home and like write down these species and like look up like natural history facts and all that stuff like on my own time because they're not going to sit there yeah. and give you like a monologue about this entire species they're just gonna like go fucking feed it and come back yeah so yeah. you need to go out of your way and, like, look up stuff, too. And then you'll look even cooler when they're like, well, did you know the kookaburra is the largest kingfisher? And then you're like, yes, <laughs> A, because I listen to Keeper Chat, and B, because I fucking Googled <laughs> it last night. And you're going to look yes! so dope and everyone else. And they're fucking dirty-ass uniforms. And they're sitting there with their thumb up their butt, and they're like, I didn't know that. And then you're going to look so cool. Yeah, you're going to be the coolest kid in the school. Uh, <laughs> I think at the same time um, – like, try volunteering for things as well. Like you said, our, like, the keepers are always busy because they're dealing with, like, a million things at once and they're trying to, like, teach you something. So, like, if you can volunteer 
to like help with something or to like take on a project or like be involved in something that you wouldn't normally sometimes you can like open up opportunities for yourself that you wouldn't normally have just by like taking initiative and showing interest yeah so be that person who isn't like constantly like nagging the keeper to show them things or like getting them to do things but like take it upon yourself to like put in the work to make those things happen and if they if you have the opportunity and the keeper is like yeah we can do that let's do it great you've like made a new opportunity for yourself or if they're like no we don't have time for that like we need you to do this 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 then you've at least like shown that you like are hardworking and take initiative and your attitude is everything if in that moment of like rejection quote unquote you're like well i want to do it like fuck this is stupid they're gonna be like okay bye like see you never or if you're like yeah i get it like that's totally fine and you do it then that shows that you're like a team player so take those moments every moment as a learning opportunity and i had an intern recently who like during the time where she was working on projects where we were in like a group setting she used that time to like hang out and like chit chatting with us like we all did but she also would work in times to be like so i have an interview coming up for this position like how would you guys recommend i handle like this scenario and so she used it as an opportunity to reach out to us and ask for advice on like her resume and her cover letter and interviews and everything and i was like yes girl and like lo and behold she got hired last week i'm so proud of her Ah! (laughs) Ah! i'm getting getting all fired up i'm just like oh i'm so amazed um but yeah just be down for everything have a great attitude Take initiative. You know what we always say? Be down to clown. (laughs) It's the age old saying. Break out your clown nose. Have it ready to go. Get ready. Oh, and yeah, and like don't look like a slob either. Like we talked about that with your uniform. Um, Oh, yeah, but like bathe before work. But like your general appearance too. Yeah, like wash your clothes. Make sure that you don't have like absolute shit on your face if you do wipe it off like make sure your hair isn't like fucking insane don't fail your drug test when you get there don't fucking fail your drug test right when you get there because that's how me fauna got my first internship (laughs) i was the second choice (laughs) because that guy was so stupid yeah he literally failed his drug test literally drove all the way out there to fail his dumbo what a dingo dumbo dunce what a dunce but anywho yeah and then like Be friendly. Reach out to your fellow interns. Make friends. Because if nothing else, then you leave that opportunity and that experience with, like, a dope friend. Oh, hell yeah. And then that is, like, the most valuable asset of all. Yeah. I think the real prize were the friends we made along the way. Or some just, like, good memories, man. Yeah. Yeah! God, I have the best memories. All my current memories are terrible so i only look back i don't think i have memories anymore like my brain's a fart but like i wrote down some stuff so like i could look at that i guess (laughs) i I wrote myself a note i can remember (laughs) uh what can you do as a follow-up here during your current internship or your current position to prepare for your next one what is your advice there well, I think, like, one of the things you were saying was good is, like, getting advice on, like, interview questions and, like, having those yeah. people looking at your resume and stuff. And maybe asking, like, what part of, like, interviewing me or what part of my resume, like, stood out. Like, what made you pick me? And yeah, getting, that's like, good. their input. Um, and, yeah, getting their advice. Because now you're working with people who have already been through internships. So you can say, like hey, like, this place always has internships on AZAC. Like, what is that place? And then they might say, like, I was there, and it was an awesome experience. Or I was there, and you don't get a lot of hands-on animal care and, like, stuff like that. So 
get their input on facilities as well, I think would be a good little insider scoop to get. Um, yeah. But just while you're while you're doing your internship, write down all the stuff you do. Don't wait till the end to update your resume. Oh, I was and, like, just gonna your, say that. Like update it as you go. Brain, stole it from your brain. You can't have it. It's my point now, and everyone's gonna remember me. I said it. No, no, no. It's my thought. I said Ugh. the smart thing <laughs> for once. Oh, we are on that same Dave Lake. Yes. Write down all the shit that you did, all the like enrichment projects you made, and the training like. I don't know if you like filled out a training proposal for practice or if you trained an animal or if you like watched a training session whatever like all of that's important right even if you didn't do hands-on shit because you'd be like i'll never forget this and then you get old and you forget everything (laughs) so write it down yeah you do no i think that's great advice and i think uh like making those connections is gonna serve you really really well and then um usually at the end of every internship there's some or even like throughout there's some sort of like review process like you have meetings with your like mentor or like you have a review at the end or something like that and like take that stuff seriously and ask for copies for those types of things yes that's stuff that you can take into your next position and like show how hardworking and amazing you are yeah Especially if, like you, like, you don't have a ton of experience yet. Like, that's, like, literal hands-on stuff. You can be like, this is relevant. Here's this great review that I had for someone. And if you really have a strong connection with another keeper or, like, your your mentor or whatever, um, you can ask if they would be interested in, like, being a reference for you. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Do that really now. That would be a good idea. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get that information now and, like, keep their email and have that, like, have them unlock. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think it's a good idea, too, if you had a really good experience at that place to even, I would say, like, before the halfway mark of your internship, if you're, like, having a blast, I would start looking for positions or other internships at that place because you want to be prepared for that next step. Well, you're already and even fucking if it's, there. Well, yeah, but, like, <laughs> even if it's not an, uh, like an animal care thing, if it's, like, education or, um, you know, like I said, like, camp counselor or, or like, if you can exhibit extend. interpreter or whatever, like... You can still be relevant, and you can still, like, be part of that facility and, like, gain new skills. Well, in so, some like, places, they let you extend the internship. Like, instead of yeah. just doing three months, do six. Or, like, yeah. one of mine went from fucking six to – or it went from three to nine. Um, yeah. So you can – like, if you're a good worker and you're already trained, but you still feel like there's stuff that you can still learn from that place. Like, one of the places um, that was I was doing was, like, the beginning was, like, beginning training – and then if you kept going, you would get, like, a whistle and you could start, like, doing more behaviors with animals and things like that. So mm-hmm. um, there was, like, it behooved me to stay. It wasn't just, like, Ooh. oh, I know I've learned everything I could learn here, period. Let me just leave now. Yeah. No, that's true. Like, and, really oh. start thinking about those steps early on. And asking, like, all those other keepers, like, what was their process of, like, yeah. getting a job? Because now you're working with people and you don't have to just fucking ask us because we have, like, two – out of, like, the thousands of ways you can go about doing this. It's, like, how did they get yeah. into the industry and all that stuff, too, and get ideas from them. So just, like, picking their brains as much as you guys pick yeah. our brains. Absolutely. And I think, like, zoos are, like, the cesspot of, like, animal-based opportunities, <laughs> right? Why would it you It really ca- is. It's a cesspot? <laughs> Do you mean, like, a That's melting a- pot? <laughs> no, it's a cesspot. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's just, like, you – um. But it's just, like, it's a big, it's a big location of just, like, every animal-based adjacent type of thing that could be happening. So whether it's, like, research-based and you can, like, get an in there or you have the opportunity to, like, I don't know, go to Belize for a week or something. Or you can, like, 
talk to someone about volunteering with the goats or like whatever, like all of those things. There's so many more opportunities available to you while you're there. So like really capitalize on that time and try to reach out to as many people as you can without being an absolute like annoying dweeb about it. Like be nice, be professional, be like courteous. Don't hound them left and right. Don't follow them around because they're already busy. Like, yeah, just try to like be present and you know be the like awesome professional that you are. Yes, That's it. and also like one of the things too. Like I've seen some people remember like have fun during your internship and make friends, but you're still in a professional setting, so don't get too loosey goosey. Yeah. I've seen people. Oh get yeah. Oh my god. Do you remember all the crazy shit all the interns we worked oh, with get up to? Oh my god. Maybe well, don't have sex with every single zookeeper. <laughs> it was unreal. Um, okay, um, inter- interjecting. Um, yeah. Just received a text. I know that I don't – I usually try to keep my phone, like, away from me so I don't get distracted. But this mm-hmm. – uh, someone just texted me a link and said, I figured you would want to know. This is an entire genre. And then he sent me Bigfoot Erotica that's on sale on Amazon. <sighs> and then the first book is called Come for Bigfoot. Um, what else would it be called? And then he sent me a quote for a grizzled walking carpet with the manners of a goat. He sure was a good kisser. I'm screaming. This, um, it was ghost written by me. Why was this texted to me? <laughs> because it's relevant. It's relevant to my interests. Yeah. It's, uh, Amazon's getting smarter and smarter every day. It actually texts you with the things oh, that you should actually, buy now. Oh, it's free with Kindle. See, this is a trick. It says zero dollars, but it's with the Kindle Unlimited membership. The monster, erotica, oh. books of beasts, ogres, spirits, <laughs> demons, and more. <laughs> That's going to be our next giveaway on Keeper Chat. Moan with Bigfoot. Captured by Bigfoot. That's Gang- absolutely going Whoa. to be our next giveaway, then. Ganged by Bigfoot. Bent over by Bigfoot. Monster lust. Thrust deeper into the Yeti cave. I gave myself to Bigfoot. There's a lot of these, you guys. There's a lot, a lot more than I thought there. Lusty would be. Bigfoot runs amok. A wild encounter. A Bigfoot erotica. Fabulous okay. beasts and the women they grind on. <laughs> that's like <laughs> oh Harry my Potter. god. That's a, that's a Harry no, Potter. that's like that's like our autobiography. <laughs> Incredible. Boned by Bigfoot. These are very creative. Um, we're gonna have to stop talking about it because I'm getting a little heated. Yeti yearning. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say urinating, and I was like, "That's no. the most erotic." Oh, one. this one's good. It's in all caps. Amazing sex with Bigfoot. That's short and to the point. <laughs> yep, yep. No beating around the bush there. Monster fertilization erotica. <sighs> Two brutes, one barista. This is okay. Mounted well, I'm- by a monster, mated to Bigfoot. You guys. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. I mean, which one? I guess there, there are some collections. Broken yeah. in by the Bigfoot gang. <laughs> oh my god. Incredible. I can't. Okay, I can't wait, does that. that answer your question? Yeah, I think that's a really good note to end on. Does that answer your question? <laughs> it does. I think it answered better than we ever could. Oh boy. Was that it? Was Ooh. that the last question? That was it. So anyways, thank you, Jeremy, and she who must not be named for writing in. Uh, you guys had some great questions, and we're they're really good topics. We're happy to kind of discuss those. Um, and thank you, everyone, who's written in past Q&Ds. If you have some that you would like to hear, like topics you would hear, want to hear discussed in the future, write them in to us. Um, most of the time, 
we try to like collect them. So if you can like write in the subject line Q and D or quick and dirty, that makes it a little bit easier for us. But we accept them on all of our like, social media platforms. So hit us up there if you have any input. Um, otherwise, make sure to check out all of our other episodes. I think we're back on iTunes. Oh, we're on that shit. I okay, great. There was a moment there where I don't know if any of you noticed or cared where we were not on iTunes because of our profanity. Because we still aren't quite sure. Daddy iTunes said no. And we said, ooh, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like saying it. It's very bad. Um, but anyways, we should be back. So like, I don't know. Your prayers have been answered. Oh, yeah. And rate us and review us on iTunes because we're back. Yes. Yes. We're back. Um. And do you want to announce who we're donating to? I think we already did in a past episode. Uh, but. We're donating to Volpro because they had the largest yeah. poisoning of vultures in human history. So we donated our last, um, <laughs> we donated our last review donations. I don't know. It's such a weird thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, they need, we need we need like a slogan for it. Like what is that going to be called? I don't know. Someone uh, comment and let us know. Yeah, come up with come up with like a catchy thing like Bigfoot erotica. (laughs) Yeah, that's super catchy. Something super catchy. Um, yes. Oh, I have a go ahead. Very soon reviews on iTunes. Hell yeah! I was gonna say (laughs) I have a shout out. We had a listener write in. (gasps) Oh my god! Yeah, and they um they donated to Orangutan Outreach, and it was Mari Bell. So thank you, Mari Bell. You're amazing. Oh my god! I can't believe you did that. They're a really good organization. Um, if any of you are interested in getting a shout out on the show, feel free to let us know if you donate to an organization, either money or your time, or you just like do something rad for the environment. It can be something as simple as like, I don't know, I didn't use a plastic bag to carry my like bottle of Advil out of the grocery store today. Good for you. Hell yeah. Killing it. Or I don't know, you like planted some wildflowers that encourage pollinators. Way to go. Anything like that. If you're interested in getting a shout out, let us know. Um, we're happy to give you one on the show. Yes. But um, yeah, otherwise, um, please hit us up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you could just please, like, rate us and review us before Flora has an aneurysm, and that would be great. join us on patreon.com slash keeperchat. Is that yeah. our URL? And join our patrons. They get crazy stuff. They get weird Let's Plays that don't work. Bonus episodes. Um, and this month, I'm announcing it. Okay. Our bonus is gonna be chosen by our patrons, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna watch a movie and do like a movie recap. But they're gonna pick the movie. Hell yeah! So is it gonna be zombies? Is it gonna be Zookeeper with that big fat guy? Is it gonna be the Lion King? Is it gonna be? I hope it's the Lion King. Shit! Is it gonna be Cats the Musical? Because <laughs> I'd shit if it was that. Is it gonna be a Monster High movie? <laughs> it could be anything but we're gonna watch a movie and goof on it it's gonna be yeah, like we are. uh what is that like um science 3000 <laughs> mystery science theater 3000 <laughs> thank you um the one. except for us instead of like the robot and the alien and the guy and it's gonna yeah. be just like that but different boop, 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 boop. it's gonna be the robot and the alien minus the guy <laughs> yay <laughs> yay it does um yeah and last month we had a fun bonus episode where we did a q a so if you've ever wanted oh, to know everything yeah. about us and that was like wicked long it was really long but yeah if you join now it's only five dollars a month and you get all of the previous bonus content already uploaded you get um we answer your emails first we talk to you more because you give us money so we like you basically better than anyone else so um 
anything <laughs> you do, we respond Tell to. Tell it like it is. Basically, immediately, because we love you. <laughs> and you also get special photos of our kitties. Yeah, in our plants. My plant. He's still alive. So. Oh my god, I've got some plants right now that I think I need the patrons' thoughts and prayers, so... Oh, shit. Do me a solid, guys. Oh, I'll shit. keep you updated in the thread. I'll light a candle. Uh, anywho, uh, thanks everyone for joining us this week. We had a good time hanging out with y'all. If you enjoyed it, um, let other people know about it. We would love to grow our audience. If you didn't like it, let other people know about it. We would love to grow our audience. Yay! <laughs> uh, that's it. We'll catch y'all next week. Smell you later. Bye!